This is part two of my second chat with Nikolai Varasov. In this discussion, we review Nikolai's own role in clarifying Vygotsky's research contributions. We discuss whether conservatives should be wary of this theory, why the theory was created, its main subject matter, and begin to review five principles for conducting Vygotskyan experiments. Please enjoy. What Vygotsky did, he discovered the general, the most fundamental laws of development of higher psychological functions in every human being. Not results, but the growth, the process. Yes, yeah. yeah. Results are different, but the laws according to which the process of development happens are universal and they are general. That's, for me, one of the greatest contributions of Vygotsky as a psychologist to the world of psychology because he answered that question how is it possible we are we all are unique but uh, psychology as a science should be based on the general and this is general So, and this is uh, about his role in the history of, of, of uh, psychology. So, and that's why, mm. that's why uh, uh, some time ago, I started to think about how to explain this to, to, to Western academia, how to explain what is actually the method of studying higher psychological functions, Vygotsky and his colleagues, uh, Luria and Leontiev and others uh, suggested uh, and uh, what's uh, the difference between this way of experimentation comparing to traditional existing uh, ways of experimentation in cultural psychology or in uh, experimental psychology mm. what's what are the specific features of this uh, general method which Vygotsky himself called in Russian experimental-genetický method which is in English experimental genetic method that's the title uh, of this method name of the method given by Vygotsky himself but of course here genetical doesn't mean genetics right it means it means genesis 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 development and uh probably just to 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 finish the introductory part because mm -hmm. it, it takes some time so i just want to say thing which is i think is important to understand uh we are speaking about higher psychological functions right so by now we were speaking, you and me were speaking about higher psychological functions, lower psychological functions, about functions only. But Vygotsky's approach was not about functions. He said mm -hmm. that psychology should not focus on studying higher psychological functions of human beings. Because uh these are functions which are already developed they are 
psychological functions. They are hidden from mm. direct observation. You can only observe behavior and okay. the consequences or behavior or actions. And uh, the only way, the only way to uh, uh, to get a to deep understanding of the, these functions is to study them in the process of development. To study them not as a results, as fruits of development. To study them in the process of development, because higher psychological functions origi originate in in social relations between the people, social interactions. They are their buds are in in the sphere of social interactions, and only after that they are becoming individualized psychological functions, and and instead of looking at fruits why not to create an experimental setting which helps us to see to, to make an observable the process how these functions are first appearing in a social interaction and then they're gradually coming and becoming individual functions so i have a question yes was good was the idea that these functions originate in social relations, was that an idea? Was that an idea that was already out there, but no method to test it was out there, or was this kind of uh, a, was this a novel idea of the gospel? Uh, well, uh, I'm not sure, but I, I think the uh, the deep understanding of that okay uh, was the actual, uh, the, actual was, the actual tracking of it. Yes, idea. yes, uh, and even more what Vygotsky did, he discovered the objectively existing laws of development of all higher psychological functions. <laughs> from social, from social, so from social to individual. And he said that never mind what function it is, logical memory, abstract thinking, creative imagination, involuntary attention, they all develop according to the same laws, which are objectively existing laws, which are as objective as laws of physics, nature, something. That was his greatest contribution. And, he and, discovered. And, hmm? and are they still considered? Are these laws still considered uh, virtually foolproof as they were then? Yeah. Have, have these laws been challenged? I've, yeah. I've, I have, in my own very, very poor way, tried to explain some of these laws to some of my conservative friends, for example, yeah. and, uh, and they don't take to that very well yeah, as yeah, a general yeah. rule. Yeah. yeah. Is, this, is this some sort of, uh, huh? this some sort yeah. of like left-wing yeah. theory yeah. or not really, or is this just a universal theory? Yeah, well, I think it's interesting area of debates. Mm. And if we start debating about that, yeah, it, that, I don't want it to. Will take, it will take off. No, no, I'm not trying to escape the question. I think the question is important. But uh, mm, his contribution was that he discovered these laws and he built the whole theory uh, on these laws because every theory should be based on the objectively existing laws. Like Newtonian <clears throat> theory of mechanics is completely based on three uh, laws of mechanics. So, and that's uh, one, uh, of, one of my responses to those friends 
has been um, his main law is called the genetic law of cultural development mm-hmm. and it's not the genetic law of development period it's the genetic law of cultural development which <laughs> leaves ro- which leaves room for uh whatever else somebody might yeah, want to yeah. add to that yeah. is is, yeah. is that a is that a sleight of hand that i'm doing is that a verbal trick yeah. or do you think that's, that's accurate it's absolutely accurate because okay. in the same in the same volume in the same volume this is definition from volume four volume four the general genetic law every high psychological function blah, blah, blah. So, but in this, the same volume, Vygotsky says that development of higher psychological functions is the same as cultural development. <laughs> they, okay. these, are, these are synonyms. <laughs> because he said that there is no biological development of higher psychological function. High psychological functions develop culturally. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. So you could, you, could, you, could, you could imagine how some people uh, get a little defensive. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, yeah. of course, of course. So, yeah, okay. I understand this. I'm, so, sure we'll, I'm sure we'll come back to this slide later on. Yeah, we will come, yeah, we will come back to this slide. So, and uh, you see how important is before we, are, we come to the concrete questions, what are the concepts and what are the principles of research methodology? We have to uh, start from clear from the clearest definition about what type of theory Vygotsky theory is, what this theory studies, for for what it was created, what is the what is the subject matter, and the answer is very clear. If we say that cultural historical theory is about high psychological functions, we might say we might say yes. It is, it is about higher psychological functions, but not exactly. It's about how higher psychological functions appear, mm-hmm. what stages they go through becoming the individual, internal, mental, or psychological function. The theory is the theory which helps us to understand the whole process of origins and development of the, of the heart. Because this is the only way to objectively studying the, the process. If you make the process visible yeah. by creating special conditions, then we can make it observable and therefore analyzable. And and if the assumption is that higher mental functions start from within, almost as an invisible seed, and then slowly bloom over time, that would be even more difficult to yeah, capture. Yeah, in a yeah but but setting. but Vygotsky's answer is that no, mm. so higher psychological functions originate in a field of the social interaction, social relations, and then on after that they are. Become and, and, and you you put it in a very very simple way that was hard to argue against. You you, you said uh, if if your mother if a mother never talks to the child, the child's yeah. not going to learn. Yeah. Talk at okay. least in any sort of coherent. Yeah. 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 And for example, uh, let's take verbal thinking hmm. as an example. Verbal thinking. 
I, I don't think you need me to explain what verbal thinking is, right? Verbal thinking is verbal thinking. Ability to think using verbal, using languages, yeah. okay? So, but verbal thinking is impossible if from childhood nobody, nobody speaks to <laughs> us and we do not argue with somebody. Mm. And as Pierre Janet, Pierre Janet was just a, the, uh, he was a, a famous psychologist who lived uh, close to Vygotsky. Janet introduced that uh, idea that, that uh, verbal thinking of the child first appears when the children are debating about something. Two children are debating about something. And then the children can repeat these debates to himself and then the child will be able to think uh, ver verbally thinking, uh, looking at the, at the something from different perspectives. So, and so... Yeah, and that, that, that lines up very nicely with the way you like to, to teach or describe or discuss the general law as yeah, far as yeah. Uh, yeah, a and, conflict uh, or drama or some yeah, sort of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is, uh, this is uh, uh, one more example of, of... So our ability to think our thinking is a result of the of the long process of development of when we were babies, when we were toddlers, when we were involved developing our speech, and only at certain period of time, at certain period of time, we started to be able to to speak to ourselves, and then uh, and then to to speak uh, without any vocalization. Mm what psychologists call the private speech and then inner speech and then thinking <laughs> so and this is a just an example and of course Vygotsky was not the first who um, who recognized those moments Piaget did Pierre Janet did but Vygotsky was the only one who was able to see the funda fundamental general laws staying behind that phenomenon only he was the guy who was able to conceptualize these things into one very deep and very uh, uh how to say very deep and very fundamental principle and the law and by the way uh, he discovered several laws of development of higher psychological functions several laws not on, you know only one right yeah and you yeah and you know and everybody knows yeah only one but do you know how many laws uh uh in, in cultural historical theory three ah uh, so uh that, that's my that's my question. Sometimes I ask Vygotskians, who are great Vygotskian scholars, and it sounds like offensive. Offen offensive? Offensive? Yeah. Is it three? Uh, I, th I remember reading that recently, but it could be, huh? it could be wrong. Is it three? Huh? No. Oh, all right. Uh, and it's not offensive for you because you are a teacher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you, you, don't, you don't need to know all these. But um, there are famous Vygotskians. They are fantastic experts in Vygotsky. Yeah, it's delicate. They are, delicate. But they, they are not able to answer this simple question. So, so when, you, when, you, when you lay out five principles for 
Okay. Uh, uh, so, conducting an so, experiment aligned with yeah, this. yeah. So now, now uh, after this, uh, sorry, but it's a, quite a long no, 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 that's, that's and, and right. big introduction. We now we now can come to the principles of experimental research. before discussing each principle separately and of course how they are related i just want to make a little bit of preamble uh, why i decided to formulate these principles why it was necessary it was necessary because uh, in the soviet union in russia uh, all key researchers working in Vygotsky's tradition they did they didn't they did not need these principles to be explain to them because they learned how to do experiments from their teachers and their teachers were the students of other teachers and those teachers were the students of Vygotsky so they were just learning how to how to make an experimental design just directly from their teachers so and they are still doing this mm. but the problem is that if you are not lucky enough to have these teachers, if you are a talented teacher researcher from US, like you, for example, or from Australia, and you want to do a research in Vygotsky's tradition, how you can do this? So, and I just try to fix this gap mm. to formulate these principles for my colleagues, for PhD students, for early career researchers who are just uh just just to give them the tools to make sure that they are doing they are doing experimental design they are conducting experiment according to the cultural historical theory for them to be sure so that was a very practical practical challenge and a practical task and, and, and would, you, uh, would you say uh what percentage of research studies that invoke Vygotsky's name actually use the principles that you've outlined well uh, it's a difficult question mm. and uh, uh, i can make a diplomatic answer and if they and, and if I, and if they don't use the principles is that really as problematic as we might think uh, you are asking very direct <clears throat> questions but i have to be respectful to all the community and my answer my answer will be very diplomatic something like not too much not too much unfortunately but what i am absolutely sure about is that vygotsky himself especially in the last uh, period of his life he did and his colleagues they did experimental studies on attention memory conceptual development imagination absolutely according to those principles in one of my publications, I just take one example, one of the examples from Vygotsky's original publication, where he describes the experimental settings of one uh, study about developing of child's memory. I just copy past these hmm. two pages description, suggesting my readers to find all the principles and they all are there. Okay. He did not say, we did it we did it according to this principle no no but if you look through go through the whole description of the experiment you will see all these are there in 
implicitly, not explicitly. So that was a kind and, and of... my other question is, is uh, please help me and whoever is watching this understand uh, why it's important to use all five principles. Yeah, well, uh, I'm not, I'm not sure that the task is to use all five principles. Okay. It, it depends on your research question. Okay. Uh, depending on your research question, you select from this list those principles you can use for your experimental design. I'm not insisting that we have to use all five. It's too complex. Mm. But somehow the concrete experimental research should be related to this list. Uh, and taking one or two, depending on the research question. Got it. Uh-huh. Well, but it gives you options. But there is a requirement. You know, uh, I'm now repeating what Vygotsky said. It's not Nikolai saying Vygotsky said. Look, you see, I'm always giving the voice to Vygotsky. <laughs> I'm trying to, so sorry, I'm quoting him a lot, but I mm. wanted this lost voice to come back again. He said that if we take cultural historical theory as a theoretical framework, we have no choice. We have to apply these principles. We have to take the experimental genetic method because if you take the theory, you have to, you should take the, this method, experimental genetic method. You cannot take the theory and continue using the traditional methods. Because traditional methods are methods of studying functions as they are, but and and what you suggest and what you suggested earlier tonight was um, yes in yes, order to, to solve in order to solve the second half of the crisis he had yes create, yes create yes yes these are methods of these are methods of studying the process of development yeah. of higher psychological functions so if so, you're. Mm -hmm, so what yeah. does what does principle one mean? Uh, uh, if if I wanted to explain this to my friend in in okay, okay. seconds, how would okay. I uh, give me okay. the phrase? Okay. Give me the phrasing to use. Yeah, I will. I will give. Uh, I think the best way is just to take principle one, for example, mm. and give you the whole explanation of principle one, and you will see. So first of all, it, every principle in this list is related to the subject matter of the theory and the subject matter of the theory is the process is the process of development of higher psychological functions so these are principles of experimental study of the process of development of higher psychological functions experimental study of the process so we do not have objects under study we do not have uh, uh, well uh, functions under study we do have processes under study we have to design experimental settings in such a way that it will generate the process of development it will put the child in the situation where the child will be able to develop as Vygotsky says we have to create artificial laboratory conditions 
which generate the development. Development happens in front of our eyes, <laughs> or before our eyes. And our task is just to, to, to analyze, to, to collect the data and then to analyze the most important steps of this process. This differentiates uh, Vygotsky's method from traditional methods which are mostly focused on how different children are using their higher psychological functions which are already developed, how they are using fruits of development. Vygotsky says before studying fruits we have to understand the whole process which leads the bud through the flower to the fruit. So that difference. So and these principles are the principles of experimental study of the process of development of higher psychological functions, which is the same as the process of cultural development of the child. The process of development of higher psychological functions is the synonym of the term, the process of cultural development of the child. Again, saying this, I'm just repeating Vygotsky. It's not my interpretation. It's Vygotsky's words. I'm just quoting. So in this okay. in this type of experiment, are you trying to identify the buds themselves? Or yes, are you trying, or are you trying uh, to yes, identify yes. how the buds yes, 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 yes. Depending on the research question. Okay. My okay. research question might be about the buds. It might be about this and might be about that. Depending on my research question, I select the principle which helps me to collect the data to answer to my research question. So, so what are uh, what are buds? Yeah, we will we will come to this later because the principle number two is the principle of the buds, right? Well, I think that's principle number one. Huh? Is principle number one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then... yeah, yeah. Okay, there are there are different 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 lists so yeah and i can change there because logically logically it would be okay so logically it might be okay we can start with the bus no problem okay uh but um, i think uh, for convenience let's start from the second one from the principle okay. of drama mm -hmm. Uh, and then we put the buds on the second place. But but it doesn't matter, but just for convenience, because they all are interrelated, as you know. Okay, so I will prefer to start with the principle of drama, or, or I call it principle of sure. collision, or drama, or category. Okay. So, uh, what does it mean, the principle of drama, the principle of collision, the principle of category? Do you remember our four questions? Yes. Why it's important? how it's related to the So first, why this principle is important? This principle is important because it's the, one of the principles to experimental study, the process of development of high psychological function. Right? We are studying, you remember? That we are studying the process of development, but what does it mean to study the process of development? What do we mean by development? Different philosophies, different people have different understanding of what development is. 
for people, I know some people for whom every change, every change is development. They're making a testing of children, then, then they do intervention and then they're testing again and they see the change. I say that, look, this is development, but philosophically, not every single change is a development. Development is much more complex process. Might be changes and changes. Might be developmental change and non-developmental change. That's not an easy question. The second point is that for some people, development is just a simple growth. If something small grows, becomes bigger, they call it a development, which is okay. It's very okay uh, for everyday language in, in common sense, but uh, philosophically, not every growth is development. Development is something which has some characteristics which cannot be explained by simple growth. Something small becomes bigger. So, and this, this leads us to one of the important aspects of Vygotsky's theory. For Vygotsky, the process of development the process of development of higher psychological function is the process which should be understood as a dialectical through dialectics. The deepest understanding of psychological development is its dialectical understanding. By this I mean the dialectics developed by Hegel and Marx and Lenkov dialectical methods, dialectics, because dialectics as it was developed by Hegel uh, is the science, the philosophy of the most general, the most universal laws of development. They are the most universal, the deepest, the most universal, the deepest objective laws of development of everything. And one of the tasks for Vygotsky, and he formulated that task very clearly in different works, and he repeated that several times, was, he said, the task for psychology is to introduce dialectical method into the study of the development of higher psychological functions. To understand development, we have to understand this as a dialectical process. We have to find how universal laws of dialectics manifest themselves in this particular aspect of development, which is called psychological development. And and that was, and as far as you know, that was motivated by the pursuit of truth, as opposed to his social situation as opposed to be, as opposed to being a good citizen yeah in his in his country in that time period yeah that was the reason but he was a scientist he was a scholar for him the objective the objectivity of science mm. the the uh, when, when the science science is grounded on the 
on the uh, objective reality was the most important. And uh, uh, the deepest understanding of development of any kind of objective reality is its dialectical understanding. And I can give you several quotations from Vygotsky when he said that the child development is a very complex dialectical process, which includes the dialectics of opposites, uh, transformation of quantity into quality, metamorphosis. So he just characterizes the process of development as a completely dialectical process. So, and if as a researcher, my task is to study the process of development of higher psychological function. Mm. I should understand that, that the deepest level of understanding this development is the dialectical understanding. I have to find in this process of development, which is under study, the manifestation of the most universal dialectical laws, how they manifest themselves. So, and this is the deepest level. I cannot, I cannot come deeper. Okay, if I don't do this, my study will be superficial, superficial, but this is the deepest. And that's why the, this principle, principle of drama, the collision, is very important. Because one of the main laws of dialectics, dialectics, universal law, is the law of contradiction. So contradiction is a engine is a moving force of development of any system uh, including psychological systems including psychological functions but tell me if you think about contradiction what is the most common form of contradiction which exists in the social life of people uh, the most the most simple form of contradiction existing in a in the life of people. Misunderstanding or disagreeing with each Misunderstanding, other. Misunderstanding, disagreement, debating, it might be intellectual collision, right? Mm. It might be moral dilemma, it might be so. So this is how contradiction manifests itself on the social world. That's why the principle of drama, the principle of collision is so important because it gives me, a researcher, the opportunity to identify the basic contradiction which generates this developmental process which I try to, <clears throat> I try to organize in my life. Without initial contradictions, there will be no further development. That's why this principle is so important for me as a researcher because uh, it uh, I, follow, I follow the dialectical idea of the contradiction as a moving force of development. I have to create this engine, I have to create this moving force in my, in my lab laboratory, uh, which will generate this small micro-developmental process. Because uh, doing this, I'm, I, I, I'm identifying the the most important characteristic of development, which is contradiction. So, so not just any social interaction will do. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Only social interactions which have a, which uh, exist in the form of the 
of the category, which means in the form of a contradiction, in the form of collision, in the form of dramatic events. Collision, collision between, uh, between, uh, between, between a person and a work of art, collision between yeah. a person and another person, person. between a person and, and some moral dilemma. Yes, yes, Famous, yes, 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 okay. yes, yes, yes. So, and uh, because it helps me, it helps me to find the starting point because development starts from the collision from resolving this. So as an experimenter, uh, I am now able to identify or especially create the starting point, okay? And uh, by the way, the, the buds are there, but we will come to this later. So, and uh, for Vygotsky, that was very important because if you look at his uh, article called Concrete Human Psychology, in that article, he says clearly, that in our experiment, we have to restore the whole process of development. We have to unfold the whole process of development to its initial, to its initial form, which means small drama between two people. <laughs> Here, Vygotsky directly says that initial form of any higher psychological functions is a real small drama between two people. So, it's not Nikolai, it's what Vygotsky says. And uh, if it's not enough, I can give you another example. Vygotsky says that we have to introduce to understand the dramatical character of human development, which starts in the form of the drama between two people. Then he repeats that human personality is a drama. And then he says, psychology as a science should be created with the concepts of drama, not with the concept of, of functions. To build psychology to, to, to build psychology with concepts of drama. He says that that one of the fundamental concepts in psychology should be a concept of drama, otherwise, we will never understand the process of development. But if we are able to identify the most important dramatical collisions in the process of development, then we will have a better understanding of what development is. You see, he, he says this in History of Development of Higher Psychological Function. Then he repeats this in an article called Concrete Human Psychology. Then he repeats this in Thinking and Speech. Then he repeats this in Lectures on Pedology. You see, he, he is coming to this point all the time, all the time, drama, dramatic characteristics, uh, contradictions, so, 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 so. That's why, uh, for me, as an experimenter, it's so important to uh, to apply the principle of uh, category of a collision or contradiction, whatever. But on, of course, if my research question is about that, if my research question is not about that, I don't need this principle. Depending on, there are two ways. There are two ways of of uh, of using this principle. The first way is 
uh, educational because I'm working at the faculty of education. My PhD students are not qualified psychologists. They are education researchers. And for them, the, uh, the data collection is just an observation. They are observing children. Of course, they are bringing some tasks, challenging tasks, interaction, they interact, but the most they are observing children. In this, in this way, what we are looking, when we have data collected observations, might be hours, might be tens of hours of observations. In that data, we tried to find small dramatic events happened in children's life. It might be a very, very small drama, like they are playing together and they want to play the same role and they are, they are in a collision. Or they play with their toy and they, they have to identify who plays the first, who plays the second. Or many, many things. Or in everyday situations, for example, uh, sister and brother, how they... So all these, for us, these moments, these moments of the child's everyday life is the most important because they are, they are the most interesting moments to analyze. What are the contradictions? How they are resolving the contradictions? If the contradiction is not resolved, what the child has to do to overcome this contradiction? So this is, this is the first way of using this principle for educational research. But as a psychologist, uh, what I can do and I, what I do is that I can specially create, I can specially create the dramatic situations. Or as a teacher. Or as a teacher, I can specially create dramatic situations to see how, how people will be able to overcome this, what they do, what resources they have, how they activate their higher psychological functions. When, when, when my friend asks me to explain principle two in 90 seconds or less, what am I going to tell him? If you had to, uh, if you had to speak for me, I mean, I could do it, but I'm just curious to hear it from you. Huh? No, I don't know. I don't Can you do so. it? Huh? Can you no, do I it? cannot. Eh? Come on, try no, 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 no. So what I wanted to, to say is that these moments of please. life are, please. these moments, no, 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 sorry, Anthony, yeah, I'm not ready, I'm not as great to, okay. to just uh, 90 seconds, okay. because this is quite complex, no, sometimes yeah, you can, yeah, so it's very complex, believe me or not, but it's very complex. Uh, it's, uh, I would say, I would say something like, uh, uh, it's the, it's, it's the, the conflicts or the or the, the dramatical moments or the uh, uh, the collisions that people have that are more likely to lead to development yeah. than other yeah. types yeah. of interaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you can even continue that who we are now, who we are now mostly is the result of the dramatic collisions, events and contradictions right. we went through. And what makes us different is that we went through different collisions, contradictions, challenges. <laughs> so, okay. Well, that's important. And as a psychologist, I'm interested in these situations when we can specially create these dramatic collisions for children and or for adults. And then we look, do they have enough high psychological functions to overcome this? If they cannot, how they are, how they are, how they begin to 
to to interact with others in order to 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 in order to to drink from this source of development because Vygotsky said that social environment is the source of development but what does it mean social environment is the source of development mm. what does it mean the river is the source of the water river is the source of the water only when somebody comes to the river and starts drinking from that so social environment is the source of development only when somebody begins to drink to use this source <laughs> to develop it doesn't work automatically it's not like if you put you put a, the the cucumber into the salt water and it becomes salt no so it should so okay so and i give you two examples of my research uh, just to clarify how it might how it might work my first example is the research we just finished with my colleagues uh, Melodin Fleer and Hugh and uh, Hugh Walker in Australia. It was a three years project, big project, spon sponsored, funded by the Australian Research Council, which is IFC. Uh, by the way, that's one of the most prestigious grant grants in Australia. And the experimental study was to look at the process of development of child's executive functions. Mm in the situations of the play world. We were studying the process of development of children's executive functions by creating special conditions for development, which includes dramatical collisions. We were actually using the principle of drama. Yeah. I don't think you need to know more from me about what are executive functions. Everybody knows executive functions. Shifting, working memory, self-control play <laughs> so and the study and the, was who is the age range for the children uh we uh, we did children uh, in prep kindergarten kindergarten okay. kinder okay. kindergarten so just one year before the school and the idea was we put the children in the certain conditions specially created conditions which is called play world Play world is a world of play, okay. uh, and uh, where the children and teachers are playing together. It's a role play, role play. They are playing together. When the teacher is not a teacher anymore, the teacher is one of the participants. Teacher takes the role, and all children takes the role. But the most interesting is that this play world has a characteristics. Uh, different characteristics. I don't want to to tell all of them, but one of these is that this play world, play world, is full of dramatic collisions. In the role, every child needs some challenging and dramatic collisions because of the plot, because of the narrative, and they have to play the role to overcome these dramatic collisions collectively collectively first and then individually mm. and through this they are becoming more and more able to control themselves to inhibit themselves to remember something for example as a password which is important to remember to enter to the next level so that was the idea that was the idea and the findings of that uh, we just published it paper about that if you like i can send you he yeah. actually we published three or four papers about it. 
the findings is that being involved in the in the dramatic situations in the play world, playing together with the teacher in a special sort of play, of course, they have, as a result, they have a significantly higher level of development of their executive functions, comparing to their regular training of the EF tasks. This is uh, my first example, with children. The second example of the research I was involved is the research uh, which was done by Brazilian, my Brazilian colleague, now she lives in Canada, but from Brazil, uh, Fabiana Nascucci. And uh, what she did, she, uh, she was a, a psychologist doing professional development sessions for school psychologists in Brazil, professional development program. Mm -hmm. Traditionally, the professional development program is that they come to the classroom and the teacher teaches them about what is what is school psychology, new 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 findings in school psychology, la 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 la, all this very traditional like school-like process. They are students, it's a teacher. So, but what Fabiana did, she created absolutely new system of professional development for school psychologists. Her idea was that for school psychologists, professional development is important, but what also is important is a personal development, which means how school psychologists identify him, identifies him or her as a human being. What is the role, what is the position of the school psychologist in relation to students, to teachers, to parents? What is the mission of the school psychology? Not mission which is written in the paper, but mission, mission of, of, of themselves. So, and what she did, instead of giving them the lectures or workshops, she suggested them to discuss the problems from their practice. And her role was to dramatize those problems as much as possible. And what do you know what happened? First, they didn't expect this kind of professional development because they were ready just to sit and listen. And then they were against discussing their That's problems and the most the most they were absolutely against any kind of dramatic things but she insisted and it was a lot of collisions because they didn't want you know contradiction but as a result they started to share their ideas with them and there were elements of insights catharsis mm -hmm. crises uh ahas a lot of lot of things lot of things through this she moved them through the crisis from collision to crisis to the new 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 level of understanding on of what they are doing as a school psychologist what is the, what are their responsibilities as a psychologist not as a job they do but the responsibilities for the children for families for well-being and so on and so on and then she collected the data uh, she wanted them to make a diary about that and she could and she analyzed the diaries 
how first they were very resistant, how they then gradually opened open themselves, and then how they were involved, and then what were the moments of catharsis, moments of, of dramatic collision inside. And, and their final, and their final uh, uh, feedbacks were mostly fantastic, saying that I didn't learn something new, but I have learned something more about myself. <laughs> Experience something new, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, and there was a lot of, and there was a lot of risk risk taking involved yeah, on, yes. on everybody's part, her part. Yes, uh, it was, of course. Yeah, yeah. It was the, yeah, the risk of the risk of failure, the risk of this whole strategy yeah, bombing. Yeah, yeah. Of, of, yes, but first of all, she is a trained psychologist. Right. And, a, and second, they are adults. I don't think this that was the most difficult strategy in their lives. Mm. <laughs> so and third. Of course, it was a kind of limitation so that she didn't let the process go. It was under control all the time. But these are examples, just examples, how this principle works in the concrete experimental study. It explains why we were putting children in the play world in the dramatic collisions. Why Fabiana created a new program based on the contradictions, on the collisions first, drama, and helping them to overcome this drama, not just create a drama and then let them go. No, no, she created the drama and then they collectively created the ways of overcoming this drama, collectively and then individually. So that was the idea. It's not the idea just to create something bad for them and then say goodbye. No, 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 of course not. Okay. It's not so, just simply discomfort, it's discomfort no, 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 and, no, no, and no, getting no, through no. it. No, no, no. So these are examples of the of the concrete research. That was about principle number one, which is the drama and the collision. Mm. And you see how important it is because it just moves us to the electrical understanding of contradiction, which is the moving force and the engine of any development of change. Well, and then it logically moves us to the second principle, which is the principle of the basal development. And this is the answer to your question. Uh, where are the buds? And the answer is very simple. Uh, do you remember my metaphor with the tree? Yes. And, and this famous metaphor of the flower and the buds will, will become a flower and the fruit. Yeah, in, in the tree, if you look at the tree, yeah, there are there is a time when there are flowers on the tree, when the, and there is a time when flowers disappear and fruits appears. Yeah, if you are a gardener, every gardener knows that this is the time of the year when you see the buds, when the time mm -hmm. of the year when you see the flowers, and then autumn comes and you see the fruits or something. So, but in children, and in adults as well, the, the process is not like this. It's much more complex. At the same time, in our consciousness, there are functions which are fruits. They've they already developed. They finished their cycle of development. At the same time, there are other functions which are on the stage of the flowers. At the same time, there are some functions which are at the stage of the buds. 
and they all coexist and they all interact they all together create the uniqueness of the individual mind so okay should i repeat again at the same oh, time no, i heard everything at the same time on the same wave you can see <laughs> the, the fruits the flowers and the and the, and the buds so this is the situation and uh, if you speak about the fruits of development i can ask you a question anthony where are the fruits of development and anthony you will ask me hey nicola fruits are already developed individualized internalized high psychological functions fruits are there in within the mind and this will be absolutely correct answer yes fruits are for example uh, my logical memory it's a fruit i can use my logical memory just without saying a word just memorizing something by using this kind of memory yeah. they are they are parts of my mind but when i ask you where are the buds of development <laughs> it might be an interesting question where are the buds this is my second question i used to tease my Vygotskian colleagues saying that do you remember my first question how many laws huh? they, they 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 know they have no answer and the second is that hey tell me where are the bars of the world do you have any idea where are the bars of development of high psychological functions where they are where can i find the bars the gardener can find the bars of the tree so there are the bars as a psychologist i have to find where are the bars because if I want the buds to be to be a fruits, I have to I have to find where where they are. Huh? As a researcher, as an experimental researcher doing my experiment, I have to identify where are the buds. What is your answer, Anthony? My answer, and I think I'm citing you, is is uh they're not in social relations but they uh, are uh -huh, social relations uh -huh. yes they are uh, but not but not but not just any old social relations no yeah yes the bots are the dramatic collusion type uh, yeah of social and and speaking again of which speaking of which nikolai speaking of dramatic uh, collusion yeah i have to go in the next minute or two so i have to hit pause in the next minute or two uh-huh because i i have to i have to okay. handle something oh uh, okay yeah so oh. uh, I, i'm okay to make a break yeah uh, oh it's 4 p.m <laughs> okay yeah oh so, we spent so, we spent we spent already two hours <laughs> so okay, i'm gonna hit pause now but then we'll talk in a second so.